Welcome to The Inner Apocalypse, a podcast by the Wild Sky Sisters. This episode is part of a series called Bold Truth, featuring a shorter episode that explores the inner landscape through cosmic awareness of the planets, signs, and the houses. We believe astrology is validation of who we are, and when we open our hearts to this love, we remember why we're here. about the Venus returns and how to celebrate them and what a Venus return kind of means. I just had my Venus return yesterday. And so Venus returns are a very special time, a time where we can step into this new energy and where we can reflect. They usually fall somewhat close um, to once a year. And so it is this refresh of how we bring love and finances and magnetize experiences that feel like they're really full of pleasure. And, and really because Venus is a benefic and, and for the most part, this archetype of beauty and joy and pleasure, it really is this time of like magnetizing beauty into our lives. Of course, it totally depends on your natal Venus, where it is for you. So uh, in essence, the Venus return is is when Venus returns to the place in the sky that it was at when you were born. We know that our solar system, like we're moving the Earth, we don't have the exact same spaces, but it returns to that same degree in the sign and in the part of your chart where it is. So for me, my Venus is one degree, 50 arc minutes in Virgo. And because I'm a Libra rising, I am Venusian ruled. Venus is my ascendant ruler. What she does in the sky matters to me. Uh, It's significant. It makes a big difference for my life in in a big way. I just recently got a Venus tattoo uh, with the wild roses. So Venus is that Aphrodite energy Uh, in Virgo, especially there is this energy of plants and animals having and bringing a lot of pleasure and love into my life, lots of joy and beauty. And um, I've been obsessed with flowers for the last little while. I read a book called The Secret Language of Flowers or The Language of Flowers. I can't remember now, but it was such an extraordinary book. I got it from a used bookstore for like a dollar. And which is funny because Venus in my whole science chart is in my 12th house, which is libraries or bookstores. And it's like, whenever I go into that, I use that as a form of Oracle, like a form of divination. And I just randomly saw this book, picked it up. It was about a woman who was in the foster care system growing up. And she had one foster mom who taught her about the language of flowers, the old ancient, like Victorian language of flowers, because each flower has a meaning to it. And they used to use this as a way to actually communicate in the more Victorian era. So if you were telling someone to, you know, maybe if you were actually sent, trying to send a message of caution, um, begonias would be used. So you would leave begonias at someone's door. And that would mean like, have caution with what you're doing. Zinnias, I think is more, I mourn your absence. And so, you know, if you had a breakup or something, you might leave zinnias at someone's door. The rose, the rose is always more about everlasting love, about grace, about the highest grace. And because Venus is represented by the rose, that that's one of her um, symbolic metaphorical flowers, we can learn a lot about that, right? Is that that's what 
Venus's energy is really about. It's about love. It's about beauty. It's about pleasure. It's about joy. It's about how we attract that unconditional love depends on like the color of the rose. This weekend, I got to go to a, um, like garden center that had this huge display of roses. It was like 40 different types. So I had no idea there was like candy cane roses and roses called like queen Elizabeth and all these different kinds of roses. There's lace, these lace one, like they are, I, I'm, my mind is blown about being a human at times and just like how wonderful and beautiful it is probably because I'm coming out of my Venus return. So I thought that I would share a few things that I do to celebrate Venus return. So one thing is prior to this date, knowing that Venus was making its way to Virgo, which is my natal placement, I pulled a Venus return chart. Um, I have Astro Gold software to do that. If you don't, you can pull a Venus return chart pretty easily on AstroSeek for free. Uh, you just go and enter in your information and it has like lots of different details about that. So you can pull Venus return, you can pull a solar return chart. Those are really the only ones I look at. Sometimes I look at a lunar return very, very um, irregularly, but solar return, the sun in the solar return chart is the most important thing to look at in the Venus return, that Venus, what house it is, what aspects it has. That is a really important thing to look at with a Venus return chart. So I had pulled that leading up to September 6th, which is when, so I knew, you know, a few months before what my Venus return chart um, was going to be. And that gave me the chance to reflect on last year and where my Venus was in the last year's chart and, and how the last year went. So just to be really, you know, open, I had been single for like five years and, and last year in my Venus return chart, Venus was in my fourth house. And so finding someone who actually felt really like home and who I actually met at like a store that was about my home that I'm getting, which is just bizarre, was a big part of that Venus return chart. And then also attracting and magnetizing a new home into my life. So Venus being in the fourth house of home and foundation, I worked all year kind of behind the scenes, so quite quietly, um, not publicly, because the fourth house is quite quiet, towards my new home, towards getting this new home. And I will move in, not until November, but, you know, pretty recently after that, that whole Venus return. So that was last year. So coming into this year, my Venus in, in Placidus is in the 11th house. And I have been so supported by my community and so loved up on by my friends during the last year, going through some really significant experiences. Um, so you can look at it that way. My friends are very much healers and, you know, kitchen witches and, and plant stewards and animal stewards and um, environmentalists. And so having Venus and Virgo to me is, it just makes so much sense. That is my community. If you go to whole signs, my Venus was in the 12th house coming into this new year. And it feels like this will very much be a time for me to get and beautify my home, the home I will move into. And it gives me the energy of knowing that this is a time for me to be going deeper into my own relationship with spirit, my own quiet rooms and creating beauty and joy in those spaces, as opposed to being really loud and out in, in the public. And so Knowing this, you know, I've had time to do some reflection on what 
energy over the last year did I want to recreate as far as um, Venusian kind of energy. And one was definitely to have my circle of girlfriends, you know, some of the best moments of my last year was coming together at retreats and staying together for three days and drinking, you know, coffee in the morning together and enjoying each other's company and also doing healing work for others, really coming together in circle, in sacred ceremonies around the fire. So these are things that to me, Venus is bringing into my life that are really important. Another piece is pleasure and play. Like Venus is a very pleasureful, filled planet and wants to bring good tidings. Um, you know, I found myself in a sex shop on the weekend, looking at lingerie, looking at like, and everything I liked was very Venusian and rose oriented, like very delicate, very feminine. My tattoo is like a very delicate, um, like very feminine representation. I find that as I go into this Venus return, there is a softening and a grace that is coming as far as Venus energy goes. I spent the weekend doing what I really wanted to do, which was to rest, to be quiet, right? Venus in the 12th house, to be quiet, to nap, to um, enjoy good food. I enjoyed a lot of really good food, cooking really good meals, and um, also going out for a few good meals. And then spending time with my son, uh, really resting into like what we will create with this new house going forward. So we picked out paint swatches, which is interior decorating is a very Libra thing. So it's also a very Venusian because Libra is ruled by Venus. Um, and, and having, you know, a, a big mindset for this new house that we're creating to go into it with the the kind of unabashed, uh, wild abandon that I believe Venus, like or Aphrodite, had. So she wasn't just all super quiet and graceful, and you know she was the divine feminine, but she was also somewhat bold and courageous. I mean, she dated warriors and married warriors, but so she had this essence to her that was also wild. That was also about um, you know going out into the world and getting what you want, you know, knowing that we can create action and activity as well. And so there was this piece of, for me, of like the thought of decorating, the thought of being bold with colors, like we aren't meant to live in a subdued world. We're meant to live in a world that is, that is bright and bold. There are times for, for being quiet, and resting. And then there are times to just really go for what we want. And so I felt the surge of that Venusian energy. I felt the surge of, you know, what she was asking me to do. Another piece is that we're starting to do a little bit more like in-person readings. So September 18th and 19th, I'm going to be at Dare to Dream, which is a, a like crystal spiritual living store here in Kelowna. It's one of the oldest ones in Kelowna. My one of my best friends' moms runs it, and it's such a beautiful place. It's like a, a holy temple for a lot of people in Kelowna. A very Venusian place where people come in and they find the crystals, they find the help, they find the community, they find the joy that they want. So I'm going to be offering readings and be like the resident astrologer those days. And one of the things last year was that I want to do that when I work one-on-one -on -one with someone, when I really get a chance to sit down with someone, there's magic that happens. And 
so that was a big piece. But yesterday we had um, some, you know, sales, some some purchases coming in, which Venus is also money that will be longer term like that, that will be setting seeds for new growth for our business as well. And for longevity of working deeply with clients, um, when people sign up to work on a monthly basis, I mean, honestly, Ange and I look at our charts every day for, you know, years and years now. We never get bored. We never have a moment where we're like, oh yeah, no, there's nothing to look at today. I'm not kidding. There is always something new that comes through. It's crazy. It's wild. And it is so beautiful. And so working with clients on a monthly basis, which is what we had yesterday as another monthly client sign up, it gives us a chance to really go deeply into their chart, to go so deeply into, you know, maybe asteroids, maybe maybe the way that their business is going to come up, maybe looking at each um, solar month and lunar full moon that happens during those solar months and, and tell them exactly how it could play out for them and how they can empower themselves with that energy. So that's what I want to be doing. I love doing a chart for the first time for someone. And um, because it's like introducing them to something that is so, so significant. But then also I, I think there is almost a deepening of our business where we can go deeper with someone and their chart. So some of the other things that happened this weekend too, is that I won like a contest. It was a group that I'm a part of that is very much about um, women activists and how they are creating, I mean, we're in the midst of like this wild moment in history where women entrepreneurs are using businesses, not not using them, but uh, they are just organically these spiritual experiences, like business is not business. Am I right? It's like, it's, there's something so deep that is unfolding through becoming an entrepreneur, through trusting the process so much. You have to trust the process every single day to be running your own business. I mean, there are a million times where it just feels like you're, we're tightrope walking, but regardless, there's a woman who has been in this field for a really long time. I've been a part of her group for two years now. I never usually take a lot of, I'm not a huge like community person on forums or Facebook groups or anything like that. But for some reason on my Venus return that this thing popped up and it was like, tell us your story. And the draw to win was a book that I have literally looked at five times over the past five years. I've never went and ordered it, which is crazy because I order books every other day. Um, and it speaks directly to what I, my own spirit journey is with like the nonprofit world and how I used to be an activist and really want to, you know, hold events and do big things and go to Nepal and change the world. And my own journey into understanding that when we liberate ourselves, we really truly liberate the world. And not only that, but when we trust that everyone else has their own journey of liberation and that when we move towards things that feel joyful and effortless, we actually are creating the revolution against the idea that we need to grind and and be hard and things be tough and toil and every day be a, a struggle. And so this book is called Pleasure Activism. And I want it and I want it and it just popped up and I just filled out like the two second, you know, story that we were supposed to do. And I knew I it's so weird because I used to never win 
like there'd be door prizes and everyone was supposed to win. I never won. And, um, like that was a story of mine that I used to hold on to as a child. And I knew when I filled out this little thing that I was going to win it. Like it was just one of those things that I just knew it's my Venus return, but that's what Venus returns can bring us. Right. And not only that, but it's called pleasure, activism, Venus, pleasure. It just was too, too good. Um, I also attended a sound journey. So this is like the beauty of knowing your Venus return is coming. It's like, well, what would make you feel that healing energy in nature? So spending time outside for me was really important, but I attended a sound journey that was underneath these twinkle trees that had little lights all in them. There was four horses that were like running back and forth behind us and we were all laid out on blankets. Um, and one of my really good friends and her husband were playing these crystal bowls. I mean, moments like that, if that's how you imprint that Venus return energy and, and we know that it's like a new moon in the sense of Venus coming around to your Venus, right? So it's setting up this tone for the next year. So doing that was important to me because that's how I want to spend my time, right? As soon as I woke up, like, or opened my eyes after an hour and a half of being outside in the hot summer night with these horses neighing as like, we're blissfully in the sound place. I'm like, that's a pretty good archetype to imprint during your Venus return. The other thing you can do is do money ceremonies during this time. So one of the money ceremonies that I will do is taking money to one of my favorite trees giving an offering, usually my moon blood. Um, but it could be whatever your offering is to whatever deities you believe in and asking to, you know, for me, it's always about how can I co-create with the earth? How can I do it for the highest good for all involved? And how can I make sure that my needs are met and that I have enough for what I need? And in doing that, burying money, um, you can work with like copper, Venus, and copper are quite connected, uh, or, you know, bearing a crystal of some sort that is Venusian, a rose quartz or something that is more monetarily based, um, is great. But doing that money ceremony can be a really great thing to set some intentions for your Venus return of how, how abundance will find you. How can you magnetize it? And one of the meditations that I like to do is kind of going into seeing this like copper coil inside of me that is so magnetic and so part of like my authenticity and who I am and what I bring to the world. And then imagining it magnetizing the exact right people and places and finances that are meant for me, that are meant for me. Maybe, you know, I will with Venus in the 12th house, it's not a year where it's going to be about material gain. It just isn't. But it it could definitely be about that spiritual gain and trusting so deeply that my needs will be taken care of. I'm going into being a homeowner this year. So it's very scary <laughs> to do um, as someone who's rented my whole entire life, right? It's like, oh my gosh, there's so many more costs involved when it is your house, your furnace, your, I don't even know the things. And uh, I think that there's been a transformation for me monetarily or financially in the last couple of years that has not been easy, but that has been about really, really knowing that every single month I am taken care of, that something happens that is truly, um, 
it's beyond now my comprehension how it even has continued to happen like month after month after month after month and and to go into this homeownership as an entrepreneur I mean it's big it's a big step for me it's a big step towards my dharma my my path of stability and what that can launch for me and so um so setting some of those intentions and speaking those out loud during the Venus return is a really, really important thing. And then celebration is so important too. You know, Venus wants to celebrate. And so I had chicken and waffles with my son yesterday. It's like my favorite meal. Um, and also uh, I got like my 500 service hours done for the house that I'm getting. And so then it was like, we celebrated with food. We had this big falafel spread. Just, I think Venus just likes to have a good time and to connect with people that she loves and to bring the benefit, the benefits, the blessings, the beauty, all the bees, um, to the table, which can be really beautiful. So that's where I'm going to leave this. If you have any questions about Venus returns, um, again, you can go on AstroSeek and pull up when yours is, but it is a really beautiful thing to come to know and to turn a day that could be really ordinary, or I always say like it's the energy three days before, three days after, turn that time period into something that is extraordinary. For me, Venus is also very much related to like music and, and cello, like very classical graceful, beautiful music. And so, you know, surrounding yourself with bubble baths and candles and cello and all the things that make you feel really, really good. It can just turn it into this extraordinary week. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like, comment, share, or leave us a review. It goes such a long way for us to get our name and this podcast out there. We are always open for natal chart readings. You can find us at wildskysisters.ca or on Instagram or Facebook as Wild Sky Sisters. We so look forward to connecting with you.